Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DraftKings Network, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D, where this segment is presented by 1800flowers.com, DraftKings official flowers. For Valentine's, it's VSIN Super Week. The week leading to Super Bowl 58. How you doing, man? Doing well, man. Let's go. Pumped. Pumped. Ready to go. Ready to play this game already. Uh, we have bets that we've already made. we got bets that we did make this weekend. We're going to get into all of them. We're talk about prop bets here as well. Um, before we do that, and let you know on this show, the big headliner on this show today, Rufus Peabody will join us here at the D at Bar Canada. For those who uh, don't know, uh, Rufus, half of the... Uh, the Bet the Process podcast with Jeff Ma. He's half the Massey Peabody analytics team. But what he is most known for is really this week, quite frankly, these two weeks leading up to Super Bowls, where he made a name for himself betting props with his betting group. And so Rufus joins us for a few segments uh, later on the show. Looking forward to that. Catching up with him, see what he's bet, see if I can pull teeth, get that out of him, and uh, we'll go from there. First, though, we had a situation in golf this weekend um, where they decided, yeah, we're not going to play the fourth round of this thing. And so Wes Reynolds cashes an 80 to one ticket. He does. Yes, he cashed 80 to one. Uh Talked about it on Long Shots. Did have Wyndham Clark. Uh, he is your winner for the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am uh, golf. Did not get played yesterday. Uh, did not get made up with today. The uh, hopefully everybody in the area is safe. I, I mean, those massive rains and flooding going on and everything there, and that was, I think, a smart decision to end up, end up canceling this final round. So, yeah, Wyndham Clark gets home. This is always one of those betting situations that if you're betting on it, uh, check your house rules. If you had bets going on, 
Um, I know I have one that I, even personally that's still kind of pending that I'm waiting to figure out what a book is dealing with or doing with. Uh, but, you know, 72 or, or you got 54 holes completed will be counted as a full PGA Tour event. Wyndham Clark gets all the money, although everything that a normal winning uh, winner would get for the situation. As far as your bets, though. Um, if you made anything post round three, that likely will not get counted. If if it does, it, you're lucky. Um, if you made any bets during round three or prior, most of those at most books should be graded uh, as as if this was a completed event with your bet completed. But if there's anything outstanding, I know I've got one that I'll be following up on today. So uh, check your house rules. Yeah, I know here at Circa, winner is a winner. Yep, declared. And uh, West Reynolds eighty to one. Uh, good that he found the time to cash an 80 to one while he was watching the Grammys last night. Which uh, <laughs> that's right. For yeah. those of us into that kind of thing, was quite the event last night. It, 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 you know, what I'm talking about with mine, I'm sure there are other people out there. Like I bet Wyndham Clark live when he had finished his uh, thir- his third round play, and there were still some guys on the course. So kind of interested to see yeah. how that's going to be. Uh, All right, Super Bowl 58. Uh, it remains. It remains San Francisco 49ers uh, favored by two points with a total at 47 and a half uh, with a week left or six days now till Super Bowl 58 kicks off here at Allegiant Stadium in Oakland. Feels like it's sort of settling in at two, but you never know between now and game time. Uh, So I have and I'll start with mine here, Kelly. We'll get to yours here as well. Uh, Prior to this moment. I have the Niners to beat the Chiefs in one of my only remaining, actually my only remaining exact of 49ers to beat the Chiefs at 11 to 1. Uh, so trying to cash that. Have three MVP bets uh, on Christian McCaffrey at 6 to 1. These were placed prior to the championship games. Christian McCaffrey at 6 to 1. Debo at 40 to 1. George Kittle at 80 to 1. Never in doubt that those were alive as the Niners survived the Lions on Championship Sunday. Now, I did uh, I did make three prop bets. Would you like to hear them? Yeah. Here it go. I added some, too, this week. Yeah. yeah. Here's the prop. When you have two weeks before a game, and you're like, I'm not going to have that much, I don't know that I'll bet anything else, quite frankly. Well, you know, and if you're if you're like me, there was NBA. There wasn't even golf yesterday. I, I, like, there was, I watched more live golf yesterday than I, I've ever watched of any live event uh, in its history was exactly my experience that so, there was tennis bets all through Saturday and then yesterday morning in Asia and in Europe finals I only had a bet on one of them so I had all day I should know for, what are you gonna what else are you gonna do plenty of time to make bets Gil plenty of time I should probably look through the props uh, so I ended up betting this one and by the way Adam Burke will join us a little later on as will JVT but Adam Burke uh, culled together Every VEASAN host's prop bets or their favorite single prop bet, and they put them on the website at VEASAN.com. We'll talk to Adam about it later. He'll tell you everything that we have to offer on the website. Uh, I went with Christian McCaffrey, most receiving plus rushing yards. This is available at the likes of a DraftKings and beyond. Now, it's minus 160. I know there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to lay minus 160 on on anything. Well, uh, value is value to me. I'm going minus 160. Now, that's receiving plus rushing yards. It's not receiving specifically or rushing specifically. And the reason that I decided to go that way is that I don't want to have to deal with Isaiah Pacheco eclipsing him in this game on the rushing side of things. And I don't want some rando Niners wide receiver, be it Debo, be it Ayuk, be it Kittle, whomever, 
uh, to eclipse him on the receiving side. Notice that I didn't mention achieve because I don't think that'll happen on yeah. that side. Um, despite the fact that the Kansas City corners are great, just one of those guys could burst out. But receiving plus rushing yards, if you do a little, uh, you know, the old small sample size analysis on this, his last eight games. So we're talking the two postseason games that the Niners played, not week 18 because McCaffrey sat that one out in the previous six games. McCaffrey has gotten the most receiving plus rushing yards. You're basically talking about a, a half season worth, if you will, of a regular season in football. Um, he's done it six out of the eight times, six out of the eight times. So I want McCaffrey receiving plus rushing yards at minus 160. Um, let's go to the bottom one. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? This is one that we have uh, looked at year after year after year. And listen, is this? do I like this one as much as the minus 160? Well, I do in the sense that it's plus 265. But here's the play on this. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? Plus, uh, no plus 265. We touched upon this briefly. If you were listening to a numbers game last week, um, touched upon the numbers briefly. I will review them here. Harrison Butker of the Chiefs. 83.3% of his kickoffs have been touchbacks this year. But in the case of Jake Moody, only 62.39% of his have resulted in touchbacks. That's 25th, 25th out of 32 in the National Football League this week. Um, uh, this year, pardon me. By the way, if you look at specific environments for Jake Moody, the three most antiseptic environments, we're talking about SoFi against the Rams, U.S. Bank against the Vikings, State Farm Stadium at Arizona. Uh, two of those three did not result in a touchback. So the pristine conditions don't appear to help him necessarily either. Um, and by the way, last week, 58 yards to start the game versus Green Bay, if you want the most recent outcome on it. But um, when you look at the actual probabilities and then the, the numbers offered, are you getting exactly what you should be getting? No. By the way, if you bet the minus 360 on the yes, you're really not getting the bang for your buck because it's really uh, you're getting priced at about 78.26% on the touchback when it should be around uh, just shy of 73%. The plus 265 is just a tick below what you ought to be getting for this. So I'm betting it plus 265 with the hope obviously being obviously there's a lot of luck involved. And this is the ultimate luck with the coin flip. If it's Butker kicking off, probably not going to be a winner. But if it's Moody, we're in play. This is always one. And they're my, both deferring teams. It's always one of my favorite uh, uh, prop bets just to track every year because this is, it always reminds me of the college basketball try hard kid at the end of the yeah. Sweet 16 game where it, it's the Super Bowl. If that ball doesn't sail out of the back of the end zone, if you are, if you are receiving that kick anywhere in the field of play or in the end zone, the mindset for you to to wave wave your hand, take a knee, whatever, and let it be a touchback instead of trying to have your Super Bowl moment, I always find to be such a mental mental fascination of uh, watching those guys want to take it out of the end zone. Yeah, and I you know also it's the the, the other side that people always like to sort of you know give opinions about is all oh, the the mindset for the kicker itself like nerves right yeah. that you are kicking off the Super Bowl if you're Jake Moody and you're a rookie, do you just you know, clunk it and it only lands at the, you know, it gets to the 15 yard line for God's sake. I don't know. <laughs> There's also that too. Yeah, but anyway, that, that's the bet. It's not, it's not as, uh, 
listen, is it the most well thought out bet in the world? Are you guaranteed to win it? No, but we're certainly in a good position if it is Moody as opposed to Butker. And then the third one, I, I did take Patrick Mahomes over rushing yards. No, I get uh, at two at twenty six and a half. That's minus one ten. And yeah, I mean, we can look at it both ways. One, the Niners defense, just looking at a few of their quarterbacks, three of the last four regular season games. Uh, Wentz had 56, Lamar had 45, Murray had 49. Um, but obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm picking and choosing my numbers there. Really, it's about Mahomes himself, who, if you go back 15 postseason games, think about this guy's career, that you can go back 15 postseason games, and it's still not his entire yeah. postseason career. So you throw out like the first <laughs> year. Was ridiculous, the, right? You throw out the first year that he was in the postseason. The last 15 postseason games, he's averaged uh, 29.27 rushing yards. So a few yards higher than what the uh, the what the number is set at at 26 and a half. If you go to his three Super Bowls, if that interests you, he averages 35. 0.33 rushing yards per Super Bowl. And again, what's the thinking there? It's like, you know, the ultimate small sample size. But the thinking being that when Patrick Mahomes is on the big stage in these the biggest of moments, that he is not shy about tucking it under when the opportunity presents itself. And we've seen in this postseason that he has been able to really pinpoint, oh, the field is open. This is my moment to go. And so yeah. um that's an over for me. Twenty six and a half. That is a bet I will likely be adding as well. I play it. I, I shoot this entire season, or even regular season. He, he's been looking to run more just because the receivers have had more problems uh, trying to get separation. So that's probably what I'll be betting as well. I've bet in Super Bowls past as well. Yeah, we just got to withstand the kneel downs. The old that, Patrick Mahomes. That burned me once. Exaggerated yep. kneel downs. Uh, Kelly will do his later. JVT is going to join us, our senior NBA analyst. His Super Bowl thoughts as well. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. 
It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from Bar Canada here at the D. Gil Alexander Kelly Bidlin. This segment is presented by 1 800 flowers.com. That's 1 800 flowers.com. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's. Gil Alexander Kelly Bidlin, as I mentioned, um, got a tweet from somebody who asked if I had a chance to see the. This is from uh, Paul. Well, Paul Medina says, can you pin the. Uh, can you put the headphone cord behind your back asking for a friend? Nash, last name Nash, said, did you catch the 60-minute segment last night? And curious if you had any thoughts. I didn't. Did you? It was on sports betting. I did not. No. I mean, I've seen ESPN running like a 17-part series on it, but no, I, I didn't yeah. see uh, no, 60 I did not. Minutes. I was too busy. Uh, too busy being told. First of all, I forgot the Grammys was even on that right beforehand. Someone mentioned, oh, the Grammys are on. So I spent my night waiting for Rodrigo to come on. That's all I did. Jay-Z crapping on the Grammys while winning a Grammy was a highlight. And then calling Tracy Chapman legendary was my, I was like, she had one song. How's she legendary? <laughs> I think it was Will Hill. Will Hill said, he goes, it's like calling Brady Anderson legendary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the sports equivalent. So what was the 60 Minutes piece on? Like, it, it's on sports betting. I don't know. I didn't see it. Okay. But I just, I saw enough of the trailer to apparently not be interested. I shouldn't say that without gotcha. watching it, but that was kind of my okay. intake. Yeah. But I shouldn't judge it without seeing it. Adam Burke joins us, ladies and gentlemen. He's the glue that holds this entire operation together. Don't let anybody tell you any differently. He joins us now. VEASAN senior writer. How you doing, man? Good. Good. Good to uh, actually find a time when I can hop on with you guys. Yeah, because during baseball season, it's a pain for you, right? Because there's too many games and it just doesn't work out for your schedule. Yeah, and I got to be honest with you, I feel like I'm behind already on baseball because I haven't even really touched anything with the sport yet. And of course, you know, usually by the end of February, early March, I have my season preview guide out, but there's still a lot of free agents left out there. So I'm you know, just trying to kind of wait for more of the quote unquote hot stove news to come down. But it was a rough baseball season last year. So I don't know, maybe I'm just avoiding it because of that. No, you'll bounce back, I'm sure. But you're right. It's, it's, it's funny how like huge names are out there and baseball is just sort of the... Uh, the forgotten son of all of this. You you do such a great job, Adam, uh, with the website in every possible capacity. Could you let folks know just off the top what is available regarding Super Bowl 58 specifically right now? Yeah, so right now we have a lot of our general, more generic articles out in terms of looking at rushing props, receiving props, defensive special teams, passing props, stuff like that, kind of looking at you know, things from more of a macro perspective. And then this week, you know, our, our, our premium Super Bowl betting guide will come out tonight. That'll have prop bets from hosts. That'll have Brent Musburger's pick. First touchdown article from producer Stephanie Kamershack. Uh, we'll have an MVP debate between myself, JVT, and Zach Cohen. Uh, so we're really looking forward to putting that guide out here later on tonight. We do have some best bets across the website. Uh, Tyler Shoemaker is going to have his this week. I'll have mine. Steve Mackinance is already up. Uh, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, they'll contribute as well. So we'll have all that coming out this week. Really what we did was, and there's two weeks before the game, right? So this week is all about picks. Last week was all about setting the stage. 
for the Super Bowl here coming up on Sunday. How do you personally feel about Super Bowl 58? What is your what are your thoughts on the game? Well, I think the side and total are pretty reasonable, honestly. I mean, I don't think that there's a whole lot of value to be had, nor should there be. You know, with that being a standalone game, the most scrutinized game of the NFL season. I think there's, you know, potentially some equity. I've seen some people kind of float this idea, tease the Chiefs up, tease both sides of the total, get yourself, you know, a 12 point middle on the total in this game where you've got over 41 and a half and then under 53 and a half. There's a lot of key numbers that this thing could fall under. And I don't think Kansas City gets blown out. I don't know if they win, but I don't think they'd lose this game by over a touchdown. So I think there's maybe a measure of equity in doing that if you're just looking specifically at the side and the total. But for me, you know, it's always about the prop markets. I think that's where you find the best value a lot of times in any game nowadays with the prop options that are available, but especially the Super Bowl. And I'll be looking at you know Elijah Mitchell over rushing attempts because I think San Francisco will be very, very ground heavy in this game, which would mean I'll be looking at you know some guys in the back seven for Kansas City from a tackles and assists prop standpoint. And I think the one thing that may be a little bit different about this game that you don't typically see in a run heavy game San Francisco likes to run outside a lot, and they like to give the ball to Debo Samuel on some of those sweeps. I think this is a game where maybe the corners for Kansas City wind up with a a few more tackles than they normally would just because San Francisco does like to run outside the tackles so much. So that's a situation where typically I would look linebackers and safeties only, but I may be looking at some defensive back tackle props in this one as they're going to have to help out against the run. I'm putting you on the spot for this, and I don't know how much you want to give away because obviously Visa.com is going to, uh, you have culled together everybody here at the networks, their favorite prop bets. Was there one that like you stuck in your head when you were reading through them yet? You know, one thing I think a lot of people have kind of gravitated towards, you know, look, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, right? And, and the thought process for a lot of people here is, you know, not betting against Mahomes as an underdog and, you know, not taking the ball out of 15's hands because he's the best player on the team and all of that. But I will tell you, in sort of looking at a cross-section of what our VSIN hosts and some of our contributors think, there's a lot of love for Isaiah Pacheco out there. So that was something that kind of, I don't want to say caught me off guard, but it was definitely something that stood out. That You will see Pacheco's name quite a bit, I think, in that premium guide that comes out tonight. Was Kelly the guy who didn't attach his name to his Pacheco prop? Was he the, was he the culprit no. of that? That was, that was Matt Brown, oh. old time action co-host. There it is. It's had to be, it had, <laughs> had to be Matt. Matt. <laughs> had to be Matt. Uh, yeah, both of them do like uh, Isaiah Pacheco over on the rushing yards, correct? Uh, okay, let's shift over to college basketball because I know it's something you follow. And before we get into the weeds on something, it's always a good sort of heat check to take because most of our texts that we throw around now have shifted over to college basketball, me and, and my buddies. What, give me the give me the group of teams that, or if, if it is a group, maybe it's only a couple that you feel right now. Like if you had to make a national championship bet, who do you land on? To be honest with you, Gil, it's not really a market I concern myself that much with because I think there's a lot more equity in betting the smaller conference teams throughout the course of the college basketball regular season. And, you know, I was actually thinking about it today where it's a really ugly slate, a lot of MEAC and SWAC and Southland basketball and all of that. I was thinking about it today, you know. Kansas and Kansas State, Miami and Virginia, the only two games that are going to get a lot of betting action tonight. And I really haven't bet on or against any of those teams or done much in those two conferences. So I started thinking to myself, I'm actually going to be at a little bit of a disadvantage when we get to March Madness because I'm not really going to be as familiar with all of those teams as I am from you know slogging through the mud of the Ohio Valley Conference or something like that. <laughs> so no plays today? Is that what you're saying in college hoops? Uh, the one play I do have for today, uh, Idaho is an underdog against Sacramento State out there in the big sky. So 
The Big Sky Conference has this little scheduling quirk where teams will play three games in five days. They'll play Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Idaho is in one of those situations, and I think that's what's driven this line up to four and a half. But I think Idaho is the better team. Idaho is the deeper team. They did play on Saturday. They beat Montana State, but they had, I think, seven or eight guys play at least 11 minutes in that game. So I don't think that the quick turnaround is going to be as bad for them as the market is pricing it out to be. And Sacramento State just, to me, doesn't deserve to be a favorite of that size against anybody. So I like Idaho tonight getting the four and a half. All right, let's stick with your theme of not going for the entire national title, but smaller conferences. Come March, when conference tournaments happen, is there a team paired with a certain conference that might be a long shot to win their tournament that you might tell us right now, keep an eye out for blank in this conference? Well, in terms of a long shot, I mean, I can tell you some teams that I like, and I'll, I'll try to think of a long shot as I'm going here. I think Eastern Washington is very, very dangerous in the big sky. And not only that, I think they're very dangerous if they get to the NCAA tournament. They shoot the three remarkably well. I actually faded them on Saturday night against Montana because of their three-point percentage stats, both on offense and defense. They went on the road and, and beat a pretty good Grizzlies team by 13. So that was a really nice win for Eastern Washington. They're a dangerous team. Uh, if St. Thomas can make it out of the Summit League, the St. Thomas Tommies out of Minnesota, they're a team, they play at a very slow pace, but they shoot the ball very, very well from the outside. They're not the greatest defensive team, but they are one of those teams that can really frustrate a major conference opponent by slowing the game down, by making a bunch of threes. So those are two teams I think will be pretty dangerous uh, if they are able to make it to March Madness. I guess one mid-major I could throw out there that I think is, is pretty interesting as we kind of go forward here. I'm taking a very, very close look at a team like Northeastern out of the CAA. They don't have great stats. They're not a particularly great regular season team right now, but they take a lot of really smart shots. They like to get to the rim. They don't take a lot of mid-range jumpers. I kind of like their shot selection when you talk about a neutral site tournament where they're not going to be reliant on a bunch of outside shots. So that's typically what I'll be looking for. Teams that get to the rim, teams that shoot a lot of threes, that shoot them at a pretty good percentage. I like to look at shot selection a lot in college basketball, and that matters even more when you get to these neutral site conference tournaments. Adam, appreciate it so much, man. Always great to see you. Absolutely. Have a good one, guys. Adam Burke, everybody, at the great Twitter handle that is Skating Tripods, by the way, managing editor at VSIN. Uh, we couldn't do any of this without him, and I'm being serious. He, he does so much great work on the print side, in addition to his on-air stuff. By the way, the uh, tennis play for the day, Taro Daniel. They're playing indoor hards in Dallas starting this week. Uh, I gave it out at vcin.com slash picks yesterday. When I did, it was minus 135. He's taking on Constant Lestien. You know uh, Constant Lestien, Kelly, French player. Um, Taro Daniel, minus 150 at draft. Yeah, it's minus 152, minus 150, somewhere in there. Uh, I wouldn't play it higher than minus 145, quite frankly. So if it bounces back a little, then it should trigger play. Taro Daniel. Coming back with more NFL next. This is VEASAN Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest betters. 
numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, always a pleasure to have this gentleman on with us. First time at the D, I believe. I had him at the South Point for so many years over time. I've known him for uh, over a decade. He first came to sort of public knowledge, I believe, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, with a Washington Post article so many years ago uh, regarding Super Bowl props and how he and his betting team were exploiting those markets. Here we are all these years later, and he's doing it still. It's Rufus Peabody, everybody, co-host of the Bet the Process pod, half the Massey Peabody team. He joins us now. How you doing, man? I'm good, Gil. I'm tired. But Are you trying to steal my water? Was that what you said? About I, was, I was pointing water to gesture that I wanted water, too. Oh, I see. I have, I've been here with you in Studio at the D. Oh, you have for a podcast for the megapod for the megapod which you'll do this week as well with us i will yes but not for a numbers game not for a numbers game all right so um let's start not at the beginning i don't need to hear where you were born or anything by the way you like the o's trade for corbin corbin burns i'm ambivalent really yeah i mean I, i think it helps us this year for sure but I was really high on Joey Ortiz. I'm a lot higher on Joey Ortiz oh. than Sig is, actually. Yeah. Um, which I, I was I was trying to convince him. Like, I was like, why don't you like Joey Ortiz that much? But what, um, I, what I love about this is like we're we're here to talk Super Bowl props, but as soon as I brought up the Orioles, your face lit up. Like this well, is your. We, we should point out we're we're both of that again that pocket in time of Washingtonians that were too young for the Senators and too old for the Nationals. So we're all Orioles fans, mm-hmm. and you still go to games all the time. Well, when I'm when they make the playoffs, when I'm in, yeah. you know, in that area, I mean, I'll, I'll go down for a weekend series or something like that from New York. Yeah. But I will say what we have right now as Orioles fans is hope. And I love the fact that we have this stockpile of prospects. And it's like once we start trading them away, it's like that potential suddenly is gone in a way like we're turning it into reality. But it's it's like, without, I don't know, without I, I, the love, safety I love the, right. I love the idea that like we're building and that we have this like that we're going to be getting better and better and better. I love your use of we and us. I still love that about yeah. it. It's a very childhood thing you, you carry with us. Okay. Well, I meant me and you, but... No, no, but no. You and the Orioles. You're the part royal, of the organization. The Royal We. Okay. So, let's go back to the beginning of this. Am I correct that it was a Washington Post article years ago, that first sort of... Yeah. Okay. That, that's correct. How did... What year was that? This was the 2010 season, the 2011 Super Bowl. God bless. It's a long time ago, Gil. It's a long they, time it's ago. It's hard to believe it's been 13 years. And I probably met you in 2011-ish or something like that at, at Sloan, something like that. So, how? first of all, how did that come to be? You Let's go back. You were at Yale. Mm-hmm. You did your thesis on what? Psychological inefficiencies in the baseball betting market. Got that, Kelly? <laughs> My thesis was similar. Similar. Yeah, 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 it was similar. <laughs> Yours was, I'm sorry, but Chris Singleton is the better player than Kyler. I, right. mean, I mean, when you can do that for the economics degree, that's that's pretty money, right? Yeah, that's awesome. So you and Ed Fang, like very large brains. So then you decided that you wanted to do an internship. An internship didn't exist, but you decided you want to do one at Las Vegas Sports Consultants. Well, this is before the senior thesis. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. I, I talked my way into an internship. It was between my junior and senior year. Roxy was there at the time. No, Kenny White. Kenny White. But I like cold called and it, you know, they were like, uh, he's not available. Call back in two weeks, like on Sunday. 
at like noon or something like that. It was like they were just giving me the run around, and eventually I just was persistent. You beat him down. I, I got Kenny White on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Eventually talked him into having me out there. I was like, don't, you don't need to pay me. Like, I just want to learn. And learn you did. And by, and I don't mean to like distill it into a 20 second soundbite or anything, but you decided at some point, this is not, you know, I, I don't want to do this. I want to actually be a better. Well, I think the decision just kind of happened for me. Okay. It, you know, I, I met a group of betters back in, I guess it was the winter of 2009. And they took a chance, free rolled me for the 2009 baseball season. We were doing some live betting, some other stuff. After a month, I had made the equivalent of my yearly salary, which, by the way, was only $25,000 at Las Vegas Sports Consultants. I took that job and I loved that job, but it was not about the money. Um, and at that point, like they were, they tried to convince me to just come on with them full time and, you know, clearly the compensation's a lot better. Yeah. Okay. So but that was not the group that you ended up with. It was, it was, well, okay. Well, it was the group that I was with for, for a number of years. Right. Wasn't and I'm still, I'm still close friends with, with all those guys. Okay. The person who met you in line like, was not part of that group. If I'm right. No, the, the person that I met in line was. Ed Teach, Mark Ed DeRosa. Teach, who's been on this show. Right. I, yeah. It was at the Golden Nugget. I was behind him. He he literally ordered a whiskey and Coke while he was putting in props. He was up there for 30 straight minutes. He got the openers, and I was right behind him, and I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> so how did... How <laughs> to <did> move. <laughs> Order a drink while and, and then and then I And then I saw... I ran into him at the Palms asking about NBA props a few months later. And so I followed him out into the parking lot to kind of, cause I, I was too, I was a little sheepish to say anything. Um, but I, I followed him out in the parking lot cause I wanted to ask, like, <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? Like I've seen him, you know, yeah. and, and, and he tells the story of he had his hand in his pocket on his mace and he was ready to mace me. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, is he okay? I haven't heard from him in a while. He's yeah. Right? He's, he's doing already? well. He's okay. living. Yeah. He's not in Vegas anymore. Yeah. Living in Florida. That's what I heard. Okay. Um, how does the Washington post article come to be? So it comes from the Massey Peabody ratings, which I started with Cade Massey for the Wall Street Journal back in 2010. Um, and I was trying to get those sort of more widely publicized. And I talked to Dan Steinberg from the Washington Post, um, who had the DC sports bog. I don't know if you remember I that. I remember it very well. And, yeah. a, and, and so I asked him if he would like, if he would use those or, or, you know, tried to pimp out the ratings to him and he didn't, but he came back to me that January and was like, Hey, I'm actually trying to do a feature on like Super Bowl betting in Las Vegas and the prop betting. Um, and it just started from there. He ended up following me around and, and actually he spent more time with my girlfriend at the time. Mm. Um, cause she was actually mm. running around from book to book a lot more. Um, um, fair to say that the publicity, that the, the theme of publicity became a, a conflict point with the rest of your group sort of, throughout the arc of your days with them to, to this day? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I think initially, for sure. Yeah. They, they weren't happy about that because they were like, look, someone, they, they know what your car looks like. They know it's got the rubber band side view mirror. <laughs> like, you know, you're making yourself a target. Like, you know, they're like, what good come, can come out of that? And yeah. Yeah. But it was something that you struggled with because you, you didn't mind that. No, I didn't mind it. I like yeah. the recognition. You like the recognition. Okay. Does, and we'll get into some of your props here, the, what you're willing to share. Is the value, uh, we're talking prop market, Super Bowl prop markets wide now, just as a body of, of, of props. Is it 
anywhere near as um, exploitable now as it was then. It's exploitable in a different way. Back then, you were we were betting props that had thirty percent plus edges regularly. Jeez. Like the openers were amazing. Oh, you know, your 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 William Hill was coming out with some receiver at forty six and a half yards, and we bet him down to like thirty three and a half yards. Like they were just taking a season long average or something like that. You know, the win would open no roughing the passer at no minus one fifteen every single year. You know, oh, you're God. you're betting that up to like minus two hundred plus, right? And so there were there was. It was the gravy train of openers. That was like what we really focused on being getting everything ready really quickly and being ready for those openers and having people stationed at casinos around Vegas, you know, having relationships with people that worked behind the counter to um, even though most of the time those people would just give you disinformation or they didn't actually know. But um, but actually knowing not to trust them and still staying there, right? So, so, so we were just, we just hustled so hard back then. And, and that was in the day when like you didn't know whenever when necessarily every casino would open theirs. Yeah. You kind of knew the Westgate, but you didn't really know the others. Exactly. And yeah. sometimes, and like sometimes stations would come out at like they'd sneak some stuff out like at 10 p.m. and everybody else had quit for the day, but our guys are still there, right? And so there was a lot of return to hustle then. So you had these huge edges you got. Um, you bet stuff into place, and that was kind of our betting at that point. Like we got a lot down early. Now it's shifted, and I should say I am like back. You know, I'm working with um, some of those guys from from the past again for the Super Bowl. It's kind of fun. So every every Super Bowl, the band gets back together. Just it's this will be the I think we've done it the last two years before, and now we're doing it this year as well. All right. Um, it's just easier logistically too. You know, they can hit like Mississippi and Atlantic City and stuff like that. Um, but now it's, it's trended more towards betting on game day because you, you don't have great opening numbers anymore. I mean, they're, they're much better if you're the sports book, I should yeah. say, because yeah. you know, books like DraftKings are offering props every single week. And so they aren't as clueless. And so actually the opportunities for those listening, like are the, are the props that you don't see every week, right? Because Sportsbooks don't have a lot of experience pricing those. Those are the ones you want to attack. All right, let's let's dive further into that. Let's try to uh, get to some of these Super Bowl Fifty Eight props that you have bet that you're willing to share. Because um, you're still you're still showing up at the Westgate for the opening yeah, line. I literally bet four. I made four bets there. All right, we'd like to hear them, Rufus. You know what you're willing to share. And one of them was a mistake. <laughs> Rufus Peabody coming back on a numbers game here at Visa. This is VEASAN Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in Vegas. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.